Hello, listeners. You are listening to another episode of That's Entertainment. I am your pop culture maven, Jeff Malone, and with me, as always, live from Hampton, Maine, is my Aunt Beth Woods. Aunt Beth, how are we doing in this uh, dog day of summer? It wasn't a dog day today. It was, I have a sweatshirt on. Really? Yeah, last night was, I think, got to like 50. And then um, this morning, I didn't get out of the 60s today, and it was cloudy. So it's feeling like fall is coming, and I'm not ready for it. Uh Well, it was in the last year. 90s? Wow. Crazy. It's supposed to be warmer tomorrow, and then rainy, yucky Saturday. So, wow, you you had a hot, hot summer there. Yeah. Um, I don't think we ever reached 100, though, so that was... I, I usually, I always say Aunt Beth is in Hampton, Maine. I don't think I usually say where I'm in, which is usually Brooklyn, but right now I'm, I'm actually somewhere a little unusual. I'm in uh, Yardley, Pen- Pennsylvania right now, which the, uh, the weather is typically pretty similar to uh, Brooklyn as it mm-hmm. is in, in uh, Eastern PA, so... Uh, it's yeah, probably got into the the nineties in New York as well today. Yeah, is this your first time recording in Yardley, Maine, Yardley, Pennsylvania? I mean, um, when we did the holiday specials, we, oh yeah, Thanksgiving, the, and, uh, Christmas yeah, things. Okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think uh, everything. Well, actually, last week the mini episode also I did, uh, I recorded in Yardley. Oh. Um, but yeah. I think this is the first time that we're doing a full, official, full-length episode while I'm in the uh, in a down uh, the opposite end of NJ Transit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so now that you've got our sense of geography in place, now that you know where we are relative to you, all you listeners, I guess let's go ahead and. Uh, get right into the meat of the show and on that's entertainment we pick a pop culture topic and discuss it according to the three f's which are first favorite and forever and you'll figure it out as you go along if you haven't listened already and if you have listened i hope you've if you have listened in the past i hope you've figured it out by now i hope it's not too complicated a show um, so last time last time or in our last full length episode we discussed hamilton and uh, you and me and Beth and uh, Wesley, our guest Wesley, uh, we wrapped up our discussion by talking about if uh, we had any ideas for uh, future musicals based on history. And um, so my sister, uh, former guest of the show, Katie Malone, she texted me and asked if I'd ever heard of the show, the new musical Six. Have you heard of this one, Aunt Beth? I'm not. But tell me what it's about, and I'll. Um, it's about the six wives of uh, Henry VIII. Oh, I don't know if I've heard of it. It's a new Broadway play. I think I know it's been performing on London. I think it made its Broadway debut, but then, of course, oh. everything on Broadway <laughs> shut down. It yeah. was either on Broadway for a little bit or was getting ready to debut. 
Okay. So there's another historical musical. Yeah. Yeah, In case case anyone was, any other listeners had that in mind and were like, oh, you should, uh, you know, so maybe we'll see that show at some point and be able to share some thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. I think the idea is that they're like girl group divas and they're they're singing about (laughs) what it's like being married to a guy who might chop their heads off. Yeah, (laughs) sounds good. Okay, so, well, that's a a little bit of catch-up for for our last topic. Um, At this time, we are discussing Atypical, the Netflix series, and longtime listeners might uh, be familiar with that, with uh, our opinions on that show, because we have covered it a little bit before. I talked about it in a mini episode because you recommended it to me and it also came up on our best tv comedies the 2010s show because it was uh mm-hmm. number seven on your list um yeah, and, uh, i forgot that i had that on my yeah. list what's that yeah. i forgot that i had that on my list yeah i guess yeah. but did you forget how much you liked it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fun because i rewatched the whole third season so reminded me it did remind me how much i enjoyed it good yeah well i i too have uh, watched all the third season as well as all of the first and second season and i liked it enough that as i said to Aunt Beth, you know what i think we could do a, a full entire episode about it and that's where we are right now so uh here's a little uh bit of an introduction as uh, we call it in the biz. How was your session with your therapist today? She thinks that I should put myself out there and find someone to have sex with. (laughs) She didn't say the sex part. I added that. Characters on the autism spectrum have long had a place in movies and TV. In 2017, Netflix offered its own version with the sitcom Atypical. It stars Keir Gilchrist as Sam Gardner, a teenager with ASD. In addition to representing a character with a disability, it's also satisfying as a coming-of-age story, which uh, really appeals to both Aunt Beth and me. So that's uh, where we are. We're going to talk about Atypical and also compare it to other shows with um, and uh, some movies, possibly, that have had characters with autism or Asperger's. uh, So yeah, I guess we'll jump right into it and... um, the first section is called First, in which we discover, discuss our initial encounters with the topic at hand. So, as for my first encounter with Atypical, we can go back and listen to the mini episode where I talked about it. Um, but then uh, I'll let uh, Aunt Beth uh, go into more detail about how she first discovered the show and the first time she can remember encountering a fictional character on the autism spectrum? Well, it's nothing that exciting. I, I think I just read a description of Atypical on, in <laughs> Entertainment Weekly, which is where I get most of my shows from, and it, it struck a chord with me, so then I, I watched it. And right away from the first episode, I, I liked it and, and was hooked. So... I've recommended it to a number of people and um, and you included. And so that's where we are now. 
Um, the first movie, or I guess even uh, not including a TV show, the first movie I remember seeing with a autistic character is Brain Man with Dustin Hoffman and Tom Cruise when he plays Raymond Babbitt. I'm an excellent driver. Yeah, that's good. Come on, come on. I should have written down, I don't know what year that came out, quite a while ago. It was 80s. 80s? Okay, well, I was gonna say late 80s. Um, and as always, Dustin Hoffman is fantastic. Um, I guess it was kind of a, I don't know if many people had been had known had known much about autism at the time. Um, you know, I, I didn't know a lot about it. I just kind of like maybe knew the basics as far as like repetitive speaking and um, the incredible memory and very um, needs to be on a very rigid schedule. And so we saw Dustin Hoffman portray all that in that movie. So that was the first time I think I saw something. How about you, Jeff? So the first one that I can remember was on Boston Legal, which oh, that wow. aired, that premiered in 2000. Four. I think this character joined in uh, maybe the second or third season, mm -hmm. and his name was uh, Jerry Espenson, and he was uh, nicknamed Hands because of uh, he wouldn't always have his hands like stuck to his his legs. Oh. And, uh, he was played by Christian Clemenson. Oh, I never saw that. Huh. Um, and he was a lawyer. Uh, it looks like, yeah, it looks like he joined in season two. Um, and he had a lot of ticks. Like he would uh, pop uh, with his mouth whenever he got excited. And um, he, you know, he was like certain people on. I think he was specifically noted for having Asperger's as opposed to autism, um, but Asperger's, I believe, is on the autism spectrum. Uh, he, like other people on the spectrum, he's obsessive about a one particular hobby or one particular pursuit, so that's that made him a really good lawyer because he was so... That was the thing he could really focus on. He could... Hmm. read every law book um you know so i i don't know if all the i think he may have also had tourettes so certain tics that he had might not have been specifically autism related but yeah, okay. um he actually i believe he got at least a couple emmy nominations christian clemenson did for that performance and uh, you know, I thought he was an interesting character beyond just the fact that he was on the spectrum. And I think that that should be a goal of when creating fictional characters with disabilities or any ca fictional character in general. Um, oh, and one thing I did want to mention. So there's this, uh, have you heard the quote, uh, if you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism? No, I haven't. Um, Dr. I like that. Yeah, Dr. Stephen Shore, uh, who's a, a researcher who happens to be on the spectrum himself, uh, is credited with that 
line and you know the the idea behind it is there's such a range in personalities and characteristics among people with autism that you can't really make a, a blanket statement about what qualities a an autistic person will definitely have mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's context worth establishing whenever getting into the discussions like these yeah i did look up a couple just so i didn't know if we should mention some of the characteristics of autism Mm -hmm. although what you just said is how it's so varied but um so that because i was kind of gauging some of my uh, characters against these and i mean so i guess some of the basic ones are um delayed delayed play well this is even when they're younger delayed play um repetitive behaviors uh social language deficits uh insistence on sameness they don't like change over under reactive to sensor sensory input um sometimes they dislike touching and so i think those are what we're people are um, familiar with and um, like I said, I've, I've never met anyone personally, so mm-hmm. I, I can't, whatever I'm saying, I want to justify that yeah. everything's just my opinion, um, you know, of, of these characters and, and have based on what I've seen as characteristics for autistic people, so. Yeah, and I, I don't know anyone personally on the spectrum either. I think I might know some people uh, like online friends who have I've known through commenting on various websites and they'll mention like they have Asperger's or something like, oh I wouldn't necessarily have guessed um, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure I've met someone who's on the spectrum whether or not they told me at the time but like no no one who's a really close friend or family member yeah, yeah. um but yeah so I kind of I wanted to do a little bit of research to like see any if there are any autistic people's perspectives on a typical typical specifically so oh, a couple yeah. I, I came across that and I'll, I'll put the links to these articles in the episode description if anyone wants to check them out uh mickey rowe who's a an actor with autism he wrote uh, an article on teen vogue about um some issues he had with atypical and then noel murray who's a, a pop culture writer who has a, a son with autism he wrote on uh the week um, about some of the things that he thought the show got right and got wrong. Um, mm-hmm. They both uh, wrote in response to the first season of Atypical. And uh, it sounds like the show has gotten better with representing autism, both in terms of Sam's uh, characteristics and other autistic characters on the show. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it says... Uh, the second season featured more actors and writers with autism and also received mostly positive reviews. And the third season continued this development and received overwhelmingly positive reviews. Oh, good. So I think, yeah, that's, I guess that's the best way to know if, if they're doing a good job in their portrayal or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I think that 
should uh, lead us into our favorite section. So we'll we'll talk about our favorite aspects of atypical as well as any favorite other favorite uh, autistic characters we uh, have liked over the years. So uh, Aunt Beth, uh, take it away with your your thoughts on on that. Okay. Do you want me to start with the other characters or yeah, let's let's do okay. that. Well, um, you, Jeff, my nephew, you <laughs> sent me a handy list of autistic fictional characters, which was very helpful. So I read through that and there were four or five that I really liked besides uh, Raymond Babbitt from Rayman, who I already mentioned. Um, and these are the, the reason there's only five is because these are the shows that I have watched. Um, one of my favorites was Max Braverman uh, from Parenthood. Um, these are the character names. And I remember watching him. He was a young, he must have been about 11 or 12 when it started. And oh boy, he, I mean, anybody that I talked to that watched the show would say how fantastic he was. So I don't know if he was autistic, what his actual diagnosis was. He was on, definitely on the spectrum. Um, then this one actually wasn't on the list, but uh, there was a character called Lily Montgomery on the soap opera that I used to watch, All My Children. And actually that was probably quite a long time ago too, before any of these TV shows. And uh, she played twins, which they often do on soap operas. One sister was not autistic and what Lily was. And um, I mean, these are characters that I thought were fantastic so um let's see okay so oh and now what i'm i'm watching on the good doctor with sean murphy mm -hmm. uh that's the main character and he plays a surgeon which when you were talking about a lawyer i i was thinking about him because you know a lot of people that he works with on the show or question how good of a surgeon he's going to be and and he's a fantastic surgeon it's more his dealing with the people that sometimes gets him in trouble. Uh, that's Freddie Highmore, who is a fantastic actor. And then two that I mentioned that I think you also said may not have ever truly been diagnosed, but um, Abed Nadir from Community and Sheldon Cooper. I, don't, I didn't watch uh, Big Bang, but I watched Young Sheldon. Um, and those two have, I've also heard things said that they possibly have been on, or possibly were on the spectrum, but were never uh, officially diagnosed. Um, but those were all uh, characters that I think were worth uh, mentioning because they were, I don't know, I felt like these actors all did a fantastic job with their uh, character. Yeah. Uh, and then um, do you want, do you want to list yours or do you want me to go on and talking about uh, I'll I'll list mine and then we'll okay yeah typical yeah so uh you you mentioned my favorite Abed who mm -hmm. I think is my favorite fictional character of all time or at least favorite TV character um be have to think about it if we were including all fiction but yeah uh mm -hmm. so as for TV I think he's definitely number one and yeah and if yeah as you said he was never officially diagnosed but in in the first episode he the main character jeff winger called 
yells at him and says, you have Asperger's, but that's more just something said in the heat of the moment as opposed to, you know, he wasn't a doctor, so he wasn't in a position to diagnose him anyway. Um, But uh, yeah, he had, he had certain characteristics of Asperger's in that he had trouble reading emotions and, facial expressions but he you know he was just a uh very well-rounded character um the the fact that he was that he may have been on the spectrum didn't hold him back from having a rich and fulfilling collegiate life and making uh great friends that uh he got up to all these crazy hijinks with. Um, And I also wanted to give an honorable mention to someone who's not really a character because she's an actual person, but she is someone we've seen on TV. And that's uh, the comedian Hannah Gadsby, who talks about her uh, autism in her stand-up comedy. I have what's called high-functioning autism, which is a terrible name for what I have, because it gives the impression that I function highly. (laughs) I do not. In her most recent stand-up special, Douglas, she actually talks about it specifically. She shows this painting of, I think it's a medieval or Renaissance painting of this person, this woman dressed in black, while all these other people around her are dressed in more colorful clothes. And she's like, that's what being autistic feels like. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, everyone, you had no idea you were supposed to show up to the party like this. It's Mm -hmm. like, there was a message that you never received. Or it's like, you're the only drunk person in a room full of sober people, or vice versa. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's a... I... uh, helpful way to describe it, I think, to people who might not necessarily get it right away. Yeah. Okay. I guess, yeah, let's, um, are we ready to get into our favorite elements of Atypical? And why, why, I think, uh, I think you and I would both, uh, include, we would now include Sam Gardner among our favorite fictional characters on the spectrum. I think so too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I looked up Kier Gilchrist. I've never seen him in anything else before, but I think he's just fabulous in this. I love, um, I guess my favorite parts are his different relationships. I, I love his relationship with his sister, Casey, um, his girlfriend, Paige, and his best friend, Zahid. Um, it's just fun to see him you know, they're all a little different. Casey, uh, I love their storyline. They Their relationship is is really funny. His brother and sister, I mean, she teases him. She, <laughs> she can be mean to him. She mocks him. But yet, you know, she'd do anything for him and stand up for him and not let anybody ever do anything bad to him. So um, it's fun to watch that. And then just uh, navigating at his age, you know, he's in high, in well, until the third season, but he's in high school and decides he wants to have a girlfriend. And 
he and <laughs> he finds Paige and and she's just perfect for him. She is quite a character. Um, and so it's fun to see their relationship, how, I mean, some of the things I think would be so hard for us to have a boyfriend who, you know, he's, he's just so honest and just kind of disregards a lot of her feelings, but she seems to be able to uh, handle it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and then Zahid and he are hilarious. Um, I just, this last season, there were a few, one of the last shows, I really, well, they had gotten in a fight and then um, mm. it was, Sam was really upset about it. And they finally, uh, Sam went to help him uh, make sure he didn't miss his final exam. And then they, they kind of make up and it's really very touching. Yeah. You can just see, you know, how, connected they really are i mean zahid kind of puts on a show and acts like this kind of cool guy but you know that he they both really care for each other um and so you know i love just watching him navigate through life and see the obstacles that he faces that we kind of take for granted um and it's really it makes you stop and think uh, you know some of the times that he's had some i don't want to call it a breakdown but that's the, not the right word, but where he's had maybe, I don't know, what would you call it? Like what, I know there was a time on the bus one time where he had, it was just like ep an episode, yeah, I guess. That's a good yeah. Um, and that the really gets you, you know, you, it makes you stop and think like that we do take these things for granted. And to him, just a lot of noise or something silly can just make him, you know, really go crazy. So um i also love uh casey and evan's relationship i think evan might be my favorite character um i haven't always loved elsa's character but what was interesting re-watching this third season is it made me have more sympathy for her mm -hmm. um I, I like how they're showing how they've shown how involved she's always been in sam's life um, and you can kind of get the picture, you know, from the time he was young, that she was probably, the, you know, there as his advocate from, mm -hmm. and just, uh, you know, always supporting him. And now as he's getting older and gaining some independence, he doesn't seem to need her as much. And uh, they're showing how difficult that is for her to figure out what her role is in the family. Um, and I think, that's true for a lot of parents when their kids get older, but I would think it be, would be even more difficult if you have a child with special needs mm -hmm. um, to try to have to think about letting go. Right. So those are some of my favorite uh, characters and storylines. So when you mentioned, when you were talking about Sam and Paige and Sam always being honest, that I, a question popped into my head. Would you, like, uh, do you think that's a good thing in a romantic relationship to have your partner be that bluntly honest? <laughs> well, like I said, it would be hard to take sometimes because yeah. I think we're used to softening things. And, mm -hmm. and so I don't always think you, you may not always want to hear, you know, even though everyone says on, not honesty is the best policy and, and not saying that you should lie, but you don't want your boyfriend to say, oh, you look so fat in that, or oh, just, you know, I think there's, 
in some ways, it's nice to not have that truthfulness. Um, I so think, uh, it'd, be, it'd be hard to get used to that. Yeah, I think yeah. it works as as good television, at least. Like I, always, yeah. Oh, yeah, whether it's whether it's a person who's always like that or it's someone who finally decides to tell the truth. I those moments where they they just come out and say. your yes i think that looks great or that looks terrible or this is how i feel you ask me a question i'm gonna answer it that, yeah. that makes for it's a it's a decision it's a strong decision so yeah. um that gives the actors plenty to work with in the scene and i mean it gives you you plenty to work with in life in real life as well i just right it's it might always the the thing that it gives you to work with might be upset an upset stomach so yeah <laughs> hmm. yeah I, some of the th- i definitely think i share some of the love for the things that you mentioned i also i particularly like the therapeutic nature of the show insofar as it's yeah meant to yeah it's to like it's pretty much every episode is set up as Sam conf- uh, discussing things in as if it were a therapy session. And that's how it is in the first season, at least. Um, but mm-hmm. then he's in subsequent seasons, he's not going to therapy as often. Uh, he has a falling out with his, or he has to stop seeing his one therapist that he's originally seeing because he gets, he starts to develop too many uh, feelings for her um, that get in the way of their their uh, therapist-patient relationship. But I, as far as it works for the, how it works for the show, I like that each time we get Sam's narration, we get to go inside his brain and find out what life is really like for him. And I also like that we know and get to see his love of penguins. Yes. <laughs> um, I think the way that he expresses that love is tied to his autism, but it's not like every autistic person in the world likes flightless birds. As we see on the show, I think some of his, his friends or, or classmates who have autism, when he mentions a certain penguin fact they're nowhere near as interested in them as he is. And, you know, I think, I think I've uh, been a, f- a fan of penguins as well for most of my life. They are quite interesting and quite cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think, um, I think my favorite character might be Zahid. Okay. Also, I before I started watching Atypical, I saw Nick Dodani, who plays Zahid. He was on the Murphy Brown revival, and he's 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 kind of you know he's got a, a strong style sense on Atypical. He was also a stylish character on Murphy Brown. He's um he's he's a he's a talker, and uh, he'll give you the what for, and. Not, I don't relate to his being a bit of a slacker, but um, I 
I do uh, appreciate seeing strong friendships on on the TV shows that I watch. And uh, yeah, I do. Well, too. yeah. While Zahid and Sam did have a, a falling out in season three, they um, they could only have ever had that much of a falling out because they cared so much for each other in the first place. You made me promise not to let you mess up nursing school, so I'm here to take you back. You are so literal. So did you have any other favorite thoughts, or should we move on to the... No, I think I'm ready to go on to the... Okay. Do you have any trivia questions? No, you know, I was looking up some questions, but they were sort of dopey. They were like, um, what season... What was the name of this episode one season... Uh, from season three or whatever I'm like oh that's who's gonna know you know it wasn't anything that great did you get anything uh well I came up with one related to one of the main actors so Bridget Lundy Payne she plays Casey so in which in what long-awaited sequel coming out this year this month in fact does Bridget Lundy Payne play the daughter of one of the main characters? Ooh, and a long-awaited sequel. A movie sequel? Yes. We're talking about? Yes. One of the one of the title characters, I should say. Oh. Ooh. Hum. I might need a hint. Um, when was the last one out? So this is the third in the series. I think this first came out in 89 and the second one came out in 91. Oh, wow. So it hasn't been out for like 30 years? Yeah. Huh. I, I don't know. So it's it's blank and blank. Main character <laughs> and other main character do something. Oh, it's the one... Um, with Keanu Reeves. Right. Yeah. What's it called? Um, can... B, B and T. Are there any? I know. Ted. Right? Yeah. Is it Ted? Yeah, Ted is, Ted is the uh, Keanu Reeves. Oh, I, Ted. Yeah, because I just read about it. I can't think of his name. And uh, B, I. <laughs> Bill and Ted. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, this is the. So she plays the daughter in this? She plays. Uh, 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 Ted's daughter, who is oh. Ted, is Keanu Reeves. Okay, and oh, back when you were mentioning Zahid too, I just read, and now I can't remember. He's come in something new coming up too, and I forget uh, what it was. I just saw it this past week. I said, "Oh, I was like, that's Zahid in some yeah. a good show. I think it is too." Uh, okay. Looks like he's going to be in the Dear Evan Hansen movie. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I wonder if he has a major role in that or not. Anyway, oh, that's a good question. I like. I think she's really good, Casey. Mm-hmm. I I like her a lot. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So now we're wondering about season four is coming out in 2021. You said right. Right. Yes. Now we're we're wrapping things up in the forever section where we take stock of where we are now and where we're headed in the future. So yeah, season season four, the fourth and final season of Atypical is is due to arrive sometime next year. And mm-hmm. I think they may they may have already filmed it at this point. Netflix yeah, they they filmed I hope it so. way in advance. <laughs> yeah. 
Because, yeah, yeah, if they haven't, then we don't know when they'll be able to get back to work. But, yeah, yeah when you watch it, when you bring up – when you bring it up on your, your Netflix feed, it does say new episodes arriving 2021. So yeah. They, it, it sounds to me like they're, they're ready to <laughs> – the plan is all in place. So. Oh, yeah, so what do you, what do you hope happens as we get to the conclusion of uh, well, the story? Since I'm a romantic, I always hope for some happy endings. So mm-hmm. I truly hope that Casey and Evan get back together. Mm-hmm. Um, not anything against her and Izzy's relationship. It's just that, like I said before, I think Evan is just probably my favorite character. He's just so, he's funny, he's sweet, he's vulnerable, and um, they they just are funny together. It, it just seems, ve- their, their relationship to me seems so real, um, the way they portray it. And so, I don't know. So I hope for that. Um, I'd like for Elsa and Doug to work things out. Um, at the last show, um, he put his wedding ring back on. And so I was wondering what's, what's going to happen with that. Um, and I'm glad that Sam and Paige and Zahid are all seem to be in a good place. But it'd be fun to see Sam, <laughs> what they do with Sam and Zahid as roommates on this uh, next season. Um, <laughs> That could be the spinoff. Yeah, that's right. I want Casey talking about going to UCLA, so that would be exciting. As for Sam, I just hope he continues and graduates from college, um, but not without, you know, some fun or some funny obstacles along the way. It's got to be realistic. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't want it to just be this big, happy season but i do i I do like some happy endings right yeah i I think this is the type of show that a happy ending would be would be in character for the show it wouldn't come out of nowhere yeah it's not a that heavy of a show so Um, i when it comes to sitcoms there's unless there's like a long running, well, they won't they storyline or something, there's not always much that's too specific that I'm hoping for in a final season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so whatever storylines they, they have in store for us, I'm happy to see how they play out, but I'll say, I'll put it this way. Like I hope whatever the final scene is or whatever the final sequence is, it's that it ends on, uh, a strong note that was similar to the end of season two where Sam had to give the speech at his high school graduation when uh, Paige was supposed to, but her voice was too hoarse from defending Sam. So Sam had to, to stand up and, you know, it was a big accomplishment for him to be able to talk in front of a room of hundreds of people like that. Mm. So, you know, if we can see, him or some of the other characters uh, demonstrating how much they've grown in in a similar capacity. I think that'll be a, a satisfying note to end on. Yeah, that's not, that's definitely. We do like to see the growth of the characters. This isn't a um, trivia, but I wrote this down. I just saw that I wrote it down, and it just made me chuckle. In season three. 
these are very specific, so listeners may not know what we're talking about, but Paige has, goes on this kind of spending spree and she buys this canoe and um, eventually Sam buys it from her, which she doesn't know. And there's a scene of he and Zahid sitting in it. Are they in the store where they work when they're sitting so, in it? Yeah. yeah. And I looked and it says Old Town Canoe. And that's right by me where it's a, a famous canoe and shop up in right near Orno. Oh. where the university is and everybody gets their canoes there and I was like oh my god it's old town canoe <laughs> so that was kind of interesting because do they ever say where this takes place oh it's like is it Connecticut I think so or yeah it's somewhere in New England I believe yeah I think so but yeah I thought that maybe she she might have ordered it from well no she couldn't that I don't think L.L. Bean would have it but anyway that was just kind of funny so yeah, yeah, so I guess we'll have to wait and see how it's what's I'm looking forward to the final season though. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. You never know when you refer uh, a show to somebody if they're gonna enjoy it as much as you did, but I'm glad that you've liked it. Yeah, well, I think you know, recommendation it's a matter of when you're recommending to to friends and family, at least it's a matter of of getting to know their sensibilities. Yeah, and you know, so there's there's certain shows that I love that I, I'm not sure you'd enjoy quite so much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to talk about them to you, but uh, you know, I'll preface this by saying, you know, this might be a little too scary or might be a little too bizarre for you, but yeah. you know, give it a chance yeah. if you want. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think this atypical is definitely it. It's in the middle of our Venn diagram. Yes, that's true. Okay, yes. Hey. I think, uh, yeah, is that, have we reached the end of this episode? I think so. Okay, yeah, that was um, one, an episode that was mostly free of technical snafus. Yeah, I just had to stop, get the door <laughs> and get my power cord, but otherwise we're good. So, Okay. Okay, so we'll, uh, yeah, so that's, that is, uh, this is the last episode in August, and then I guess we haven't decided what our next full episode will be, but we've got some that we're considering. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, keep, keep an eye on our social media. We'll be sure to announce them at some point. And, um, and in the meantime, give us a review on uh, whatever podcast listening platform you listen to us on and we'll we'll read uh that review on air as uh especially if it's nice if it's critical we might read it too as long as it's um as long as it doesn't uh feature potty language that's right um do you have anything uh to promote or recommend that's going on up there in maine oh not really now it's getting dull now that the summer's almost over. There's not much going on. Yeah, you're getting to those, um, those months where you, the sun only rises for, what, two hours? <laughs> well, we're not quite Alaska, but <laughs> December is a bad month for light, that's for yeah. sure. Oh. Yeah, so, and um, I don't have too much to promote either well you know what i'll recommend um 
I've mentioned on this show that Community is my favorite TV show of all time, and there's been a lot of podcasts devoted to rewatching Community. So, if you're into Community as much as I am, check out the Community Rewatch podcast and Advanced Community Studies and The Darkest Timeline, which is hosted by Ken Jong and Dole McHale and Dom and Andre in the Morning and Good Morning Greendale and Save Greendale Committee and Six Seasons and a Podcast and Fluffy Town and Welcome to Greendale and you These are all podcasts? Yeah. Wow. You can't disappoint a podcast. And did I get them all? And the Drinking in Community podcasts. <laughs> I think I mentioned all of them. Yeah, so uh, if, you've, if you're a community podcast and you happen to listen to the show and I didn't mention you, feel free to, to, to men- get at me in some way. But um. Yeah, and uh, you can always read my my stuff on uh, jmoney.com. And yeah, so we're, we're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. Make sure you follow us there. And uh, yeah, I guess, uh, is it t- I guess it's time to sign off now. I will say what is good night. And I will say keep your remotes handy and your eyes open. <laughs>